Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. And in this podcast, I want to give you some tips, some helpful information on how you can manifest things better in your life. Now, of course, what I'm talking about when I say manifestation is taking your thoughts and wishes and turning them into reality. And most people attempt to do this all the time in one way or another. The most common method is to pray. Prayer is the most common attempt at manifestation. But as we know, prayer doesn't always seem to work so well. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But there are many different techniques, many disciplines, many different philosophies from different cultures and ideas on how one can approach the idea of transforming thought and intention into physical changes in your reality and the life experience that you will have. And one thing I really enjoy is experimenting with all of these different forms, especially some of the more novel ones and obscure ones. I'm always testing out different types of manifestation. And because of that, it might be appropriate to say that what I really practice is often called chaos magic. And so chaos magic means that you're not just sticking with one particular method, that you're open to using a lot of different methods depending on the circumstances. It really just means that you're open-minded and that you you are are looking at all kinds of different points of view and techniques and maybe you you combine some together or maybe you use one for one occasion one for another depending on the occasion um but it it really very nicely fits into my uh, my lifestyle as an experimenter and one of the things that i enjoy doing is experimenting with these different things and then reporting back to you and telling you about the success that I have or have not achieved. And in in fact, um, you might ask yourself, well, you know, if you find one method of manifestation that really works well for you, like using a wishing machine or a wand or a potion or some kind of mental technique using the force, uh, etc., you know, why not just stick with that and focus on it? Well, um, there are a couple of reasons. For one, it's kind of like finding a really good movie. You know, if you have a movie that you think's wonderful, you don't finish the movie and then say, okay, that's it, I'm never going to watch another movie again. Uh, no, on the contrary, when you watch a really good movie, it kind of inspires you to keep watching other movies because you're you're trying to find something else out there that might give you that same level of enjoyment. Maybe you are inspired to look further into that genre, or maybe you see an actor or whatever for the first time, and so you want to see what else that actor's been in. And so, you know, you can't really just pick one movie that you would want to watch over and over the rest of your life when you have all these options out there. It's fun. It keeps life interesting to look at different ways. So, I mean, like, look at look at a comedy. I mean, all comedies are supposed to achieve the same result, making you laugh, 
right? That's it. That's the whole point. That's the whole purpose of a comedy is to make you laugh. And yet there are a million different films out there um, trying to get you to do that in, in different ways. And it's an enjoyable process to go through and find uh, different ways of getting to essentially the same result. But in, in some cases, um, you know, well, like, as I said, as an experimenter, it, I like that aspect that it just it keeps it more interesting for me and because I'm curious and it gives me a lot of uh, spice in, in, to deal with. But the second thing is, in some cases... There are certain manifestation techniques that are more appropriate in some cases than others. So, for example, if I were going to plan some kind of a long-term project, then I might sit down and tune a wishing machine. Or if I wanted something really profound to happen, I might sit down and strategically work out something with the wishing machine. On the other hand... um, If I want to get some kind of a quick burst of intention, uh, just sort of blast out to the universe as organically as possible, boom, you know, I can pull out a wand and use that wand for that blast of energy. Um, There are all kinds of different things that you can do using different techniques and tools. And so what I want to do is, is share some interesting information that sort of ties all this together because that uh, having the variety of being a chaos magician is uh, always exciting it also keeps you from just sort of getting in a rut so you know how it is like you if you have an object in your house that you've had for 10 years maybe it's a little vase or you know a, a refrigerator magnet or whatever you get to the point where 90% of the time you don't even notice it anymore because you're seeing it every day and it kind of loses its impact you know when you get something new and you bring it into your home you notice it big time it really stands out but then after a while you get so familiar with it and used to it that again you know it doesn't it doesn't excite the same juices that it originally did and so if you've got a bunch of different things going on um, then it it also allows you to kind of switch from time to time from place to place method to method and it keeps you engaged because as soon as you realize oh I'm starting to lose uh, interest or, or become too familiar with this one technique well let me switch over and do this one again it's like watching different movies or if you're a musician learning to play a new tune or you know whatever your thing is so i um i have to from time to time stop and myself and say you know i need to refresh myself on some things that i've read and studied but um i've just sort of forgotten about because you know you get distracted in life that's the thing about living in this day and age yes we have all this wonderful technology but it is the most distracting time in all of human history so once in a while when i when i start realizing that i need to um to sort of you know get my juices stimulated again i'll just jump onto amazon.com and i'll type in some subject that i'm interested in and so i just went and i typed in chaos magic and there's plenty of stuff to read out there but i i bought this one book and i want to read you a passage from it it's a rather lengthy book 
and uh, I just bought it as a digital download on my Kindle so I could instantly start reading it. And uh, this book is called, oh boy, I brought it up now, and uh, okay, it's called uh, Become a Chaos Magic Warrior. It's called Become a Chaos Magic Warrior. And um, I'm just going to read to you, let's see, actually, I should probably tell you who wrote this, because I would probably uh, appreciate that if somebody were going to read a passage out of one of my books. Let's see here. So this book was written by Oliver Hart, it says. Oliver Hart. I don't know who Oliver Hart is. Oh, it says Sir Oliver Hart. Oh, boy. Okay. So uh, here's just the portion that I'd like to share with you that ties into what I want to discuss with you here in this podcast. This is a section called Imagination. Let's address the importance of imagination. The imagination, your use of it, your claiming of it, and your belief in it is highly important for magical work. Imagination is reality. Although what happens in your imagination may not be exactly what transpires in your reality, what happens in your imagination is at least an energetic representation of what can, and after repeated visualizations, what will occur in your physical reality. Often, your very left-brainy, logical folks will refer to the imagination by saying, quote, oh, it's just a fantasy or something along those lines. This is very important, and let me explain what I mean by that. The thing that most people consider to be a fantasy world or an imaginary world is not just something that we invent in our mind that has no reality whatsoever. In fact, I would contend that it absolutely has a very real reality, if I can use that redundancy. Imagination is very real, just real on another level. Some people might equate it to what's called an astral plane. Our imagination, therefore, is not just something we make up in our mind. Instead, it's rather a link that can take us from one level of existence, our physical world, to another level, the astral world. Man is imagination. Everything in existence is a result of man's imagination. Therefore, it is the faculties of the imagination that allows for one to create situations that would be considered anomalies. Think about it. All of the rituals from any religion, any sect, any group, any tradition, they all, at one point, derived from one's imagination. That, coupled with the fusion of emotion which is energy in motion, and merged with belief of success creates magic. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to pause for a minute to tell you, I think this is what what I'm about to read to you is especially important for you to keep in mind. So back to what he's written here. We are first and foremost spiritual beings. 
what is in the astral self is actually more representative of the real self. I imagine most of you have heard some concepts like this. It's the concept of the astral double, or having an astral representation of yourself. You may then think, aha, I'm a human being, therefore I have an astral double, an astral representative of who I am. In fact, it works just the opposite way. We exist first on the other plane, and because of that, we eventually manifest on the physical. We are spiritual beings, first and foremost. That's another key to magic. So understand that what we can create on the astral plane, often with the help of our imagination, must eventually manifest on the physical plane. So therefore, it is our imaginations or our fantasies that can help us to effectively access the astral plane where things exist before they manifest on the physical. This point is very important and can be the paramount beginning for those who call themselves chaos magicians. Now, after hearing this, of course, some people would say, well, if that's true, how come something that I don't imagine just simply comes to pass? This is where, in fact, a lot of people that have heard of the law of attraction have made this mistake. Understand that the idea that everything that is physical actually first exists on the astral plane, and to make something manifest, it has to be first created on the astral plane. So obviously some people think of things before they can build it. He says, let's, let's take an example here. If you wanted to build a car, well, first you had to plan it out and think of what it was. You said, well, we need the four wheels, we need the engines, uh, now let's slap together this and that and we have a car. Look how easy that was. So you'll do the same thing, especially when first working with magic. You think about something created in your mind, use your imagination, and then you make it manifest. It all comes from the astral to the physical. Much of magic is consciously done first on the astral and then the physical. Now, it's very common for you to now say, well, if dreaming and visualizing in the astral is all that's needed to make something appear on the astral plane, then how come we don't have everything we want? The reason for that is that we do have to do work for it. We have to actually go out and manifest what it is that we want, and this is one of the problems with the so-called law of attraction that some people miss. They just think, well, if I just sit and think about a million dollars, I will get it. Well, that's not it at all. The concept really is that by focusing on it, you can harness all of your forces, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, and practical, in order to make what you want come to pass. The other aspect of this, the other reason why people don't get what they want, what they dream about, what they fantasize about, what they imagine, the reason is that magic takes place 24-7. It's going on all day long. So, if you spent five minutes imagining yourself wealthy, that's wonderful. 
But if you spent the rest of the day going, I wish I had more money. Oh, I've got too big of a bills collection problem here. Oh, they're foreclosing on me. I need a better job. And you're just complaining. Well, you're doing all this magical work, this imagination work, except you're creating poverty. What often happens is people will look at the results of spending sometimes five minutes imagining, working magic, if you will, to create wealth and then ignore the five hours that they spent imagining poverty. Then they say, well, magic, I guess, doesn't work. Well, in fact, it worked perfectly. You just didn't know what you were doing. Magic is at work every day, all day. And that's okay. That's, so that's the end of the passage that I'm going to read from uh, that book, which again is called "Become a Chaos Magic Warrior." Um, and I, I want to to read that because it is so fundamental to all these forms of manifestation, regardless of what it is. I can see why that that is explained toward the beginning of his book. And I wrote about this in a similar fashion and, and used the Force, a Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction, uh, how that you are manifesting. You can't help it. That's just how it is. So the question is, what are you going to manifest and how well can you refine and focus your thoughts? And uh, it's very challenging these days when you have so many things that are you're being bombarded with, all these stresses it could be the weather it could be you know the politics that are happening right now it could be you know you're watching the news too much and it's it's making you feel pessimistic and bitter about things and uh i mean it's so easy to get sucked into that and so um that's why you have to be realistic about this process of at, at just in the beginning visualizing what you want and I was interviewed a couple nights ago on a program in California live radio program called Radio Wasteland and the uh, the hosts were really not that familiar with me and they wanted to talk to me about use the force and um, I at first they, they, they later told me that they weren't sure what they were going to get, if I was just going to be a kook or what. But by the end of the show, they were like really impressed because they saw that I was making some sensible points. And that's why, by the way, Use the Force is, uh, you know, it's on Amazon.com and it has gigantically positive. I mean, it's, it's practically got five out of five stars. Okay. I mean, it's got wonderful reviews. I believe if you are a Prime member, you can read it for free. Uh, if you want to buy it, it's it's very affordable as well. And so, anyway, um, I was telling them, you know, when people think about um, affirmations, for one thing, affirmations are not going to work for you unless you're able to clear a bunch of garbage out of your mind to begin with. And I explain how to do that and use the force, which is also an audio book. So if you like listening to this podcast, then you can hear me read this book, and a lot of people just love the audio version of, of me reading Use the Force. Um, but uh, I, I point out that, you know, there's a, there's a very specific way of 
of getting your your head on straight and and you and you have to do this once in a while you can't just do this once it's like you know isn't it amazing when you see some of these actors who used to just look you know so fit and cut and then all of a sudden you see them and they don't look like they're very fit and cut anymore and then you'll see them again and they look fit and cut and they just go back and forth because when their job is over when their movie project is over they're like okay i'm having some cheeseburgers and some pizza now and a milkshake and and they let themselves go so just because you have had success at one, at one point in your life as a manifester does not mean at all that you don't have to go back and revisit this stuff from time to time and try to get your head on straight again and get your mind in the right place and that does involve removing yourself from as much negativity as possible and that can be a difficult process because negativity is an anchor that holds you down getting away from people uh, that you don't like experiences that you, you don't like you know doing the best you can do and uh, I'm gonna take a sip of water here I've been doing too much talking and so <clears throat> so basically you have to once in a while go through the process of clearing your mind again and uh, I tell you one thing that I miss being here in this extremely dry desert climate and that's another reason why just had to take a sip of water here it is the middle of january in the desert in las vegas so dry i mean it just i mean it's your lips stay chapped you know your eyes get bloodshot and you know i i for years have been spending a lot of my time in the caribbean snorkeling and all that uh i need to get back to a, a body of natural water and and enjoy myself yeah sure i can go to artificial water all over the place here you know spas and swimming pools and that's all all fine and well but all the cultures of the world in one form or another believe that going to um to water spiritually purifies you if you go to a natural source of water and it goes back to the idea of baptism which is certainly not a christian thing exclusively it it is in all cultures in some form or another it's in a big plays a big role in native american cultures so you have to go through a process once in a while to um to readjust yourself and this is a good time to do it here at the beginning of the year um especially when you know it, it is easy to be stressed out and depressed right here at the beginning of the year because uh you know you don't have as much sunlight and uh, again you've got these issues of dealing with weather and and this year the government in the united states is especially all you know struggling with this government shutdown and everything so it's a very very good time um to try to go to some place and or or at least do something in your own house in your own space they kind of like will bring you back and rebalance you and remind you of, of having a positive mindset but then once you do that when you start leaving affirmations which are going to determine what your focus is going to be for the rest of the year it's really really important for you to start with realistic affirmations so going back to you know the whole thing like oh i want a million dollars all right well let's say you have 
$20 in your pocket and maybe you that's maybe you've got $20 to your name if you start you know if you write down I am a millionaire I have a million dollars and you put that on your walls and you put it on your bathroom mirror so you can see it every day that's not going to work for you because every single time you look at that there's going to be a little voice on your shoulder saying you idiot you're not going to have a million dollars are you insane are you crazy you got twenty dollars in your pocket you can't have a million and so seeing that ironically does the opposite thing it reminds you that you're so far away that that it's not going to happen and so it becomes actually uh, a counterproductive thing it gives you it's almost like an affirmation for what you don't want so an affirmation only works if it feels honest to you so let's say you've got $20 in your pocket and it would be a step in the right direction for you to have a hundred dollars in your pocket and instead of jumping straight to the million let's start with the hundred because maybe you've had a hundred dollars in your pocket before and so you know that's possible that feels real to you so start with the hundred and then start working your way from there to the thousand to the hundred thousand you know till you get to to the million and uh, it goes back to the example the uh, author of this chaos magic book gave if you're going to build the car uh you don't just produce a car Uh, you you know you got to create an engine and you got to create uh, wheel uh, wheels and tires and seats you know and, and you and you you assemble it bit by bit so it does take some time and that's a good thing that manifestation takes some time because if it didn't we'd all be walking around like Darth Vader and every time you get pissed off you just <laughs> choke somebody using the force and they drop dead and then when you'd be like oh my god why did well he just cut me off in traffic he didn't deserve to die for it. you know so it, it time helps us out a little bit with with making right decisions it's a good thing that we can't instantaneously always manifest what we want sometimes we can but not always especially depending on the magnitude of the challenge so again the point is once you get your head on straight and when you start your affirmation process make sure your affirmations uh, seem attainable to you and and honest and feel good to you and then you build upon them it's a heck of a lot easier for a person who's a millionaire uh, to make another million dollars than it is for a person who has never made more than fifty thousand dollars a year to make a million dollars if you just you know you got if we're just jumping straight to that figure because you have to stick with what you know and what feels right to you and again this is stuff that i explain in detail and and use the force but as much as i would love for you to read use the force i must tell you that i think that the perfect combination 
is reading Use the Force with my book, Finding Your Magic. And Finding Your Magic is really a it, 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 it's a it's a way of helping you become a, a chaos magician is what it is. It's an instant ebook that you can download. And right now, if you go there and download it, you'll get a lot of goodies, including me reading it as an audiobook, but you're also going to get a wand with it. And the thing that makes that so valuable is that it costs more money. And I have found that, in my own experience, the more that you're willing to pay for something, if you are able to do it, the more you are willing to pay for something, then the more of an impact it has on you because you take it more seriously. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, and you should. You should expect more out of it for the same reason. So it's like if I produce a program and I say, oh, it's free to the public. Any Tom, Dick, and Harry can come in here. And you go in there and I just, you know, sit around diddle my thumbs and you know you, you well you can leave and say oh well what the hell it was a free show but if i say no it cost a hundred dollars to come in here and you're like okay i'm gonna pony up the hundred dollars but i expect to get something good out of this fine now we all have something at stake you got your hundred bucks at stake and i have my ass on the line because i want to give you the goods i want to deliver something that is is going to make you walk out the door saying that was worth a hundred dollars you know i I, and that's how i i live my life and not only am i a a self-employed entrepreneur because i deliver the goods when i say i'm going to but it works well in this arena when you're talking about manifestation and faith and placing value on things so yes you can go and you should go read use the force like i say you can read it for free if you're a prime uh, member otherwise you can um you can buy a copy for like 10 bucks i mean you know nothing but i believe if you take use the force and finding your magic and you combine those two that is such a powerhouse such a powerhouse of information Use the Force also is written in a very concise manner. It doesn't matter if you're a Star Wars fan. You don't have to be. Finding your magic is even more concise. So either one of them, I believe, can be life changers. But you combine them together, they're super powerful. And uh, I always tell people who, who use wishing machines, for example... If you get your wishing machine and you read Use the Force and uh, Finding Your Magic and you apply that, you're going to see like crazy manifestation happen very, very soon. So, um, so basically, you know, this is an arena that I'm very happy to talk about right here at the beginning of this new year because you have to think about what do I want the rest of my year to look like? What kind of tone do I want to set? Who cares if the rest of the world is going to shit? Okay, maybe it is. You can't control the whole world, but you can control your experience personally. You can control what happens to you, the good things that happen to you, the money, the abundance, the opportunities, the health, the relationships. You can control all of this that you experience in this relatively short life. 
So you have to forget about all this other stuff that's going on because there's something I write about and use the force called the mirror effect. And I guess in a, in a nutshell what I can say is when it comes to the mirror effect, if you are looking at yourself in a mirror and uh, you would like to put a mustache on yourself and you take uh, let's say you're going to draw a mustache with a pen alright on yourself if you take the pen and you draw it on the mirror yeah it's going to look like you're, you've got a mustache but you really don't because when you walk away from that mirror you don't have the mustache that was just something you drew on the mirror that was a that was an outward external projection no it, you have to switch your thoughts so you turn around and you put that mustache on yourself and now you'll see it on every mirror every time you look in a mirror now that may or may not make sense to you right off the bat but the point is that everything in your whole life happens in your head and even you know i'm not saying that there is nothing that you can't control but it is possible it is possible but regardless of what the limits and the boundaries are what i do know is that there is much much more that you can control if you adjust it in your head on yourself inside yourself rather than trying to adjust it out there so instead of focusing on all the chaos around you that you perceive as being the external world instead you make adjustments to the external world within your own mind and brain in your own internal world and when you do that suddenly guess what the external world will readjust and match up with that it's the most amazing thing you can imagine but i've seen it happen over and over and over again and i think i can give you many examples of how my life is living proof of that i'm testing the boundaries i'm seeing how far that i can go with this but you we all have to pause refresh ourselves i don't care if you've read my books and love them go back and read them again i reread my own books because you know i went out and i did research for years and i wrote stuff down and then i had to go out and talk about it and market it and promote it and sometimes i you know i, I just kind of forget about the stuff that i wrote because i'm always moving on to the next project and more experiments and i will have much more to tell you soon about some of my experiments but um if you don't reread one of my books or read it whatever the case may be then okay go read somebody else's book you know get on amazon and and type in some keywords that might connect with you um find there's there's information out there you just have to find somebody who will connect with you but i'm telling you whether you go out there and you read somebody else's stuff or you watch a movie like the secret or what the bleep do we know or whatever you have to do to sort of like uh, again 
get re recalculated, recalibrated, you know, get, get get readjusted. Do it now, and uh, and then you will be ready to set the tone for your life, for your experience, the rest of 2019. And you should certainly do it because the forces that are trying to distract you and pull you and tug you in all kinds of weird directions are becoming stronger than ever, trying to force you into thinking negatively about the world and that it's all going to hell in a handbasket. And I guess I should remind you, I like to remind people of this once in a while, a few hundred years ago in this country, the United States, we were torturing and hanging people for superstitious things like being witches and practicing witchcraft and transforming into the devil and all that well then 150 or so years ago we had slaves 100 years ago women couldn't vote even in the 1960s many African Americans could not vote folks we are getting better we are improving historically. Don't be so narrow-minded, so egocentric that you get locked into this one point in time. Every single generation believes they're living in the most chaotic, worst, negative generation where the world's going to hell in a handbasket. Can you imagine living in World War Two? I mean, where you know millions of people are all just trying their best to kill and torture each other all over the world. Look at the situation, just you know, and with with Vietnam, you know, people being drafted to go off to war and get their legs and arms and stuff blown off for what? You know, I mean, we actually believe it or not are improving, and that doesn't mean that we should stop being vigilant about what we do, but just keep things in the proper perspective okay don't get all caught up in the doom and gloom sort of brainwashing that is used to keep you in a fearful state so that your fight or flight kicks in and the survival of the fittest kicks in and you just are always trying to flee from danger and you think you're living in this dangerous world remember the friendly universe okay you wake up every day you make a decision Am I living in a, a friendly or an unfriendly universe? And that's why every single day, if you get up and you take just a moment, put a reminder there, and you have to change that reminder once in a while when it gets old to you, I, you should say, am living in a friendly, loving universe that supports me and wants me to be happy and succeed. Even if you don't believe that, pretend it okay fake it till you make it as they say you just start putting that out there you start pretending that and suddenly you will see that the universe will start behaving like a friendly loving universe that wants you to be happy and succeed you'll see that come back to you you will shift that whole relationship between the internal and the external and then you will realize the true power of being a creator so that said i'm going to wrap this podcast up but just once again, if you haven't read Use the Force, uh, it's on Amazon.com. Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction. You can read it for free as uh, as a Kindle deal right now. Um, 
You can buy it for like 10 or 11 bucks as a paperback. You can listen to it. Me, read the thing as an audio book. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, joshuapwarren.com, go to the Curiosity Shop. Scroll down there till you see the section about finding your magic. You can instantly download that. You'll get the ebook. You'll get the audiobook, me reading the whole thing to you. You'll get a wand in the mail that I made right here in my own laboratory, okay? A wand that has been in my hands, all right? You'll get all this stuff if you go to the Curiosity Shop and buy Finding Your Magic. And if you have done that, please go back and reread these things. If you haven't done it, have the faith to do it. If you buy anything from me and you don't like it, you just tell me and I'll give you your money back, okay? That's it's as simple as that. So you have nothing to lose. Take a step. Do this. Go to joshuapwarren.com and check it out. I'm going to have some new products very soon, which you're going to love. The kind of thing that nobody's ever seen before. I can guarantee you that. Uh, I also, of course, will be giving you some uh, updates very soon on my experiments. I'm going to be playing the audio that I captured from Stonehenge next on this podcast. And I think you'll find that uh, quite interesting. You'll be the first person in the world to hear what Stonehenge sounds like. So, at JoshuaPWarren.com, there is no period after the P, by the way, JoshuaPWarren.com, you'll find a link to this podcast called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's always short, it's always free. And if you click the link to this podcast, then you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. And remember, if you are not a subscriber to my free e-newsletter, it takes you two seconds to do that. You can do it at JoshuaPWarren.com. When you do that, you will receive an instant digital good luck charm from me. You'll understand what it is when you get it, and then I can keep you updated because I'm going to be sending out some e-newsletters soon as well, and I'm also going to be giving away some money through my e-newsletters. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon.